Welcome, welcome to the Nebraska Basketball Post Game Show, sponsored to sponsored by Action Automotive. We are grateful for them and their support for Action and the wonderful things that they do in the community, servicing plumbing, heating, as well as your electrical needs. Eric Strickland here. Uh, Austin Orman is going to be joining us. It's a bittersweet day as we look at this uh, uh, this Sunday. Obviously, the Nebraska women's volleyball team comes up a little bit short against no it was a pretty tough game for them texas rolls uh winning in three sets uh against the nebraska corn huskers there in tampa but on the other end of the spectrum the nebraska men's basketball team pulls out a great road win winning on the road down in little uh, uh the little apple in manhattan 62 to 46 big game for the huskers wonderful defense Tremendous output from Juwan Gary as well as Rick Mass. Rick Mass going for 19 points on 8 of 15 shooting. Juwan Gary going for 13 on 6 of 16. But his big effect in the game was on the offensive side of rebounding the ball where there was complete and total domination. The Nebraska Cornhuskers go on the road and get a big victory. Uh, it was one that some would say that was needed. It was one that would say um, in this four-game stretch coming off Creighton as well as the, the big loss in Minnesota, it was something that they felt they needed to get done, going two and two in that four-game stretch, putting them back on track. Great stuff out of the Huskers today. Um, one of the things that I think um, they did tremendously was on the defensive side of things. Their defense was absolutely stammering, bad shooting on the side of the Kansas State. Uh, today shooting 26 percent 27 if you go uh, by uh, uh, the point percentage 26.7 13.3 percent from the three-point line as well as 56 percent from the free throw line it was a tough day for them but it was a big outcome and win for the Huskers uh, the Sutter Heyman text line is open to you if you want to join in 402-464-5685 where we can talk about this game today and uh, get your thoughts on it. Big win for the Huskers. What's your feeling about it? Where do you think the trajectory of this uh, Husker team is going as they improve to 9-2 and two on the season, as well as um, taking the uh, Kansas State, um, the, not Jayhawks, but the Kansas State um, Wildcats taking an L and going to 8-3 and three on the season. So um, at this point, we want to look at some of the things that they did well, struggling as well at the point guard position. What are the things that they did better than they did on the road last time? The turnover margin was still pretty high at 14 turnovers for this game, but it was enough on the defensive side to get things done. We want to hear from you, 402-464-5685. What is your thoughts on the day? Um, on top of that, Austin Orman was down there in Manhattan watching the game live he's going to be joining us and calling in in the next segment uh, that we're going to have we just wanted to get things started on the way again big day for rink mast rink mast coming up huge for the Huskers 19 points going another double double for him 19 and 12 on the day and they got great balance once again out of the assist uh, usually running through mass, but um, their assist numbers were tremendous on the day for the Huskers with two for Bryce, four from Tamanaga, 
where they were really face guarding him on the day, keeping the ball out of his hands, making sure that he wasn't going to be the one that was going to beat him. He doesn't go into double digits today, struggled a little bit from shooting three for 11 on the day, three for nine from three, but hit a couple of big ones in the second half, which helped this Husker team to be able to hold off and stave off any comeback out of uh, the Kansas State Wildcats. Um, Kaluma, which is probably their big name over there for Kansas State, had a tough night as well, going two for 10, 0 for 5 from three. But um, their free throw shooting really hurt them tonight. They staved off big runs, runs that uh, the uh, Kansas State uh, Wildcats were trying to make on the Huskers. The Huskers showed great poise tonight, or this afternoon, forgive me, this afternoon. They showed great poise this afternoon in making sure that any runs that they tried to make on the Huskers was uh, stifled by big shots, making free throws, and doing things like that to keep them from being able to uh, get back into this game. Now, it wasn't by any means a big day of shooting for the Huskers. They just happened to play way better defense than Kansas State today. The defensive numbers and the shooting numbers were not great for the Huskers, but they had way more possessions, getting 72, and that was by the, the offensive rebounding day that they had. 22 offensive rebounds for the Huskers today. That is a phenomenal number. It is crazy when you – consider the night that um, they 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 really weren't a dominant team on the offensive side of things, but big night on the offense by Juwan Gary, 11 offensive rebounds, four also for Rick Mass. But it was great balance for the most part of them sharing the ball, getting opportunities, getting stops, putting their hands on the ball and getting steals and, and turning those opportunities uh, on the offensive side of things where they were able to keep their poise and get the job done today. Great job for the Huskers. Well, it's it's a tough day for the um, for the Lady Huskers who struggled pretty immensely. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, you know, in the national championship game against the Texas Longhorns, what it looked like to me when I was watching that game, it took it looked like it was uh, the same thing that happened to Wisconsin uh, on the night before. Texas served the ball tremendously well. It looked as if. Uh, uh, Nebraska was out of system pretty much throughout the night. But whenever Texas was out of system, similar to what uh, Nebraska did to Pitt, even though they were out of system, they were able to set the ball, bump the ball, and get good hits on the ball. And uh, they were turning those transition situations into points. Well, it didn't go that well that way for the Huskers, uh, the Lady Huskers today. Uh, they're in Tampa where they were out of system, the service uh, pressure that was put on them from the Texas Longhorns. And Madison Skinner just had a phenomenal uh, day as far as her kill numbers being very high and her opportunities taking advantage of those as well. So they looked very good today. Just uh, uh, don't don't be uh, hurt by that because the Huskers will be returning pretty much everybody from that team. Don't have any seniors, uh, whereas Texas were led by four seniors in this game and they were able to get it done. We're um, we're going to talk a little bit more. Let's see. We got some comments here. Uh, Red Riles on the stream, uh, the YouTube stream says the rebounding is much improved since uh, the uh, CU and the uh, the Minnesota game. We need to uh, we need this to be much more physical in the Big Ten. I would have to agree with uh, uh, Red Riles on that. That's something that they want to continue to build off of just those rebounding numbers that are phenomenal, just putting bodies 
And that was one of the things that I will say that Fred Hoiberg and the staff were talking about getting back to being physical, putting bodies on people. It looked like they did that work. They went down there and they handled business blowing out Kansas state today, 57 to 40, a 17 plus rebound margin for the Huskers today. So they look very good there. Um, Red Riles also talks about the deflections on defense. Also, when we talk about the deflections on defense, it was really nice to see we're getting into the passing lanes. Yeah, they, they were also doing that, and they were also diving for loose balls. They were also putting their hands uh, on balls. They did a good job of reading and reacting and taking advantage of the scouting report and making sure that everything today was tough for Kansas State. There was nothing, no look that was pretty much open, except when they did get open, they still were finding ways to challenge but ultimately securing the rebounds. Tremendous job there for the for the Huskers. Um, we don't know. Uh, Craig throws out on the on the stream. He says, when will Keita be available? We don't know when Keita will be available. He's still kind of coming off of the injury. And they want to take his their time with him, but they're definitely going to be able to have him available for Big Ten play. They want to make sure that they have that extra body, but they want him to be able to be at full strength when he gets there. Um, Bruce Davis says he's really happy for the Husker win. I'm sure that a lot of you are also happy that the Huskers were able to get this win today. And, uh, on the Sutter Heyman text line, let's see what we got. Nothing there as of yet. Well, I, I'm not able to, uh, get the, the new messages there, but, uh, any other thoughts we would love to hear from you on that. Um, I love what, um, I love what, um, Fred Hoiberg did today in the rotation. I love that, uh, he used a lot of people. We also got to see a little bit of Eli Rice tonight. Or the, I hate when I'm saying that. Not tonight. This afternoon. It is a Sunday afternoon game. So I love that we got a chance to see a little bit of Eli Rice um, get in and, and get a good feel. I think they're going to be able to use him and need him a little bit more as we go into the season, into Big Eight play, Big uh, Big Ten play. I think we're going to need him a little bit more. So we're looking forward to getting an opportunity to see more of him. Um, let's see here. The Husker, let, let's see. Um, David Nagusen, he had four points on two of six shooting zero for, uh, this is the Kansas state, uh, breakdown on the box. Oh, for two from three, oh, for two from the free throw line, six rebounds, uh, one turnover, but three steals for him. One of their best players on this team, Tyler Perry goes for 11, but a struggling night for him at three for 11 on three of 10 from uh, the three-point range, two for two from the free throw line. But he has six assists, had a really good night of distributing the ball, but just struggled from uh, the perimeter today for him. Cam Carter goes for 12. He gets into double figures on four of 17 shooting, one for eight from three, three from four with two rebounds and two assists. We also have Will McNair. The starting lineup goes 0 for 5 today. No points for Will McNair Jr., but uh, he also has six rebounds, four block shots out of uh, Will McNair Jr. He was very active on the inside today. But again, Kaluma, the transfer out of Creighton, he ends up going two for 10 on the day, 0 for 5 on four of seven shooting. And uh, they they went pretty much with a, a staunch seven-man rotation. Uh, other guys got few minutes there. But other than that, it just really was just not a good night uh, for them and the K-State K uh, Wildcat team. We'll go over to Nebraska and talk a little bit about them. Bryce Williams, 
goes 10 points on four of 12 shooting two for seven from three couple big ones in the second half that helped to keep that lead eight uh nine rebounds with two assists and two turnovers but also two block shots very active today on 32 minutes juan gary goes for 13 points he he comes up with another big double double out of uh, Jawan Gary, 6 for 16, 1 of 12, but 18 strong rebounds. He almost goes for a 20-piece with three turnovers, one block as well on 31 minutes. Uh, Jamarcus uh, Lawrence goes on 1 for 6, struggling still. We really want to get Jamarcus going. They're going to need him when they get into Big Ten play. Jamarcus Lawrence goes for 1 for 6, 0 for 3 from 3, uh, 4 rebounds. And uh, four turnovers, though, that number's got to get a little bit better on two assists. Kase Tamanaga just really wasn't his night tonight, three of 11 on three of nine. His three buckets coming from three-point range. Four assists, though, for him, and five big steals for Kase Tamanaga in 26 minutes. He's a a box plus 20 today, leads them in box plus today. Rick Mass obviously having a wonderful night, led the team in scoring on 19 points, eight for 15. Three of four with eight, uh, I'm sorry, 12 rebounds, eight of them on the defensive side, four on the offensive side, and three assists in 36 minutes. Got a big break towards the end of that that game. Uh, We're going to have a little bit more. We'll have more to discuss, talk a little bit more when we come back. We'll take a break right now. Love to hear from you. Get your thoughts on what's going on. Bad day for the Lady Huskers, but a good day for the for the uh, Husker men on the road in basketball today. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more right here on the Husker post-game show. East Strick, we'll be right back right after this. Welcome. Welcome back to the Husker basketball post-game show right here, sponsored by Action Plumbing and heating ac as well as electrical we thank them for their support as well the huskers improved to nine and two on the season big win uh for the huskers today down in manhattan we're going to uh talk a little bit about the schedule that's ahead they had a really tough stretch we thought this was going to be a tough stretch for them losing badly to creighton 89 to 60 on december the third going out to minnesota and having a a, a 15 point lead before coming in the second half and struggling on the road. They easily could have had a very similar situation like this here, uh, going into half down three points, and they come out of the half with energy and a lot of of grit and grind on the road, hitting the offensive boards, going up on the uh, Kansas State uh, Wildcats, and then holding on to win today with a – Big win on the road, 62 to 46 for the Huskers. And as we look forward on the schedule, this is a big win before they come back to Pinnacle Bank Arena on December the 20th, with this, which is Wednesday. It's going to be on Big Ten Plus. That game will be against North Dakota. And it's a good opportunity for them to get another win at home. And then they'll go December the 29th before the new year against South Carolina State. They're also at Pinnacle Bank Arena at 6.30, also on Big Ten Plus. That is another opportunity for them to stretch their win totals to get another couple in the win column before they get into Big Ten play. 
Now, um, we, we're going to take a call. If you want to call in to discuss what you saw today, if you got a chance to watch the game, 402-464-5685. We'll take a call on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. If you want to call in and discuss your thoughts on the game today, we would love to hear from you. Randy Rhodes says on the, uh, on the stream, he liked the way that they came out in the second half and played aggressive. Absolutely, because that was something that they did not do when they were in uh, Minnesota for that game. Didn't come out with the same energy, didn't come out with the same uh, passion and ended up losing that game significantly on the road there in Minnesota. But they didn't do so to, uh, this afternoon there in K-State. Um, big game for them again. North Dakota's next on, on, the, uh, uh, on the schedule for that Husker team as they come back home after a big win on the road. Um, Spencer Stewart says, I love seeing four players averaging 12 to 15 points on our team. That's really hard to guard. Um, we thought that some guys like C.J. Wiltshire were going to step up and have a big day today. Uh, but it wasn't them. It was your usual suspects. It was definitely the big the big names. Let's talk about some of the specialties of this game. Bench scoring. Uh, K-State comes up with 11 uh, off of the bench today. They have 22 points in the paint. But here's a key note on, on the numbers. The uh, Huskers held them, even though they turned the ball over 14 times, they held K-State to only Four points off of 14 turnovers. That's huge. That means they were getting back on defense. They were scrambling. They weren't allowing easy opportunities off of the turnovers. And that helped them to get the big win on the road today. On the other half, Nebraska gets nine points off of the bench. But here's the big key. 28 points in the paint for the Huskers uh, and eight points off of turnovers as well. But here's the big key as well in the, in the spread of this game. Two second chance points. I'm sorry, 16 second chance points uh, off of 22 rebounds, which was huge for them. They got out on the break. They ran the break well, got seven fast break points as well. So that's something to think about going forward that we hope to continue to see. Uh, Dion says, hurrah, hooray, basically. Hooray for Fred Hoiberg and the boys with a win today on the road. Shout out to them. Continue to do their work. Um Ben, if you're there, if you happen to take a call, just let me know. We'd be love to hear from you guys if you want to call in and give your thoughts today at 402-464-5685. Definitely would love to hear from you. Uh, Byron, the hog farmer on the Sauter Heyman text line, chimes in and says, Gary and Mass could be scary, could be a scary duo in the Big Ten. That's something that we hope for, that we're hoping to see, but we're definitely going to need those bodies uh, like um, we're, we're definitely going to need uh, Alec to continue to show up. It seems like they're really trying to take advantage of Alec and, and not being able to shoot right now. Uh, had a couple of situations and drives where he got in a little bit trouble, wasn't able to finish, shot one off the top of the backboard. We're going to hope that he's going to be able to finish some shots for them and, and be effective uh, more so in the games as we come forward. Um, okay, we have Bruce that's joining us on the phone on the uh, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Bruce, how are you today? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, um, the one thing about Nebraska that I see is, like, last year, okay, when we had a lot of injuries, okay, 
so it's like always the next man up. We all know that. But this team here, man, for some reason, when it comes to rebounding and points from the paint, man, like I'm so proud of these boys. I'm proud of the of our coach, and I hope this continues to happen. Um, you know, they continue to keep playing like this. And obviously, uh, you know, um, a bad loss for for the volleyball. But I look at positive things anymore in my life. All right, they're young. Texas is veteran. So they'll lose a lot of players. Nebraska is going to be back there. So the positive, I believe next year Nebraska will win the next volleyball. And then this team, I believe they can make it into the NCAA tournament. And I think if they play hard like they've been doing, uh, they could do damage. I'm not going to say they're going to win it all, but I think this team could play damage. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, we have Austin Orman joining us on the Aloe VIP line. Austin was down in little uh, Manhattan, down there in Manhattan, Kansas, at the game. He is now joining us uh, live and in color. Austin, what's going on, my friend? You actually chimed into the stream. You didn't. You didn't call in. So, uh, but still, Allo, we love you guys as well. Austin, what's going on, man? What's your thoughts on what you saw in the game? Stricky, you would know just how good an environment it is at Kansas State, especially when that team's rolling. They do game production right. I have been more hyped for only a couple of games in my life. K-State did a great job with the presentation of the game. Uh, The Octagon of Doom was absolutely rocking and rolling there before the game. And then even throughout the first half, Tyler Perry, uh, one of their three guys averaging 16 points per game coming in, uh, hit a couple threes. I credit him for those, not necessarily Nebraska. They had low hands on him, didn't really close out, didn't give great effort. But to be within, you know, one possession at half, I think that was good. Nebraska definitely didn't play its best first half. Maybe prettier basketball in the first half, but strict the second half might be a defining half of the season for this Nebraska men's basketball team. They knew they couldn't uh, necessarily keep up with K-State in a shootout, especially not with that defensive effort. So they go into halftime, they regroup, they get their minds right, and Juwan Gary plays like a man possessed. He and Rinkmast own the boards. Nebraska just honestly just choked the life out of Kansas State. It was something we've seen happen to Nebraska time and time again, where they go so cold for anywhere from four to eight minutes, and then the game's gone. Nebraska did exactly that to Kansas State. The shooting percentages won't jump off the page at you, um, at least overall. The three-point shooting, I think, was good enough. But the rebounding number, tricky. It was tight at 23 at half. And then in the blink of an eye, Nebraska's up 19 rebounds. It was awesome to see this team flip that switch and find a way to dominate some aspect of the game. They needed the rebounding because the shots weren't falling. I was very impressed with the the adaptation from Nebraska in the halftime locker room. Well, one of the things is is that's important when you're on the road is not only that that rebounding effort, that effort and the diving and the deflections and getting hands and passing lanes and creating opportunities for them uh, on drives, those deep digs. We talked about that. And another thing we talked about, Austin, was putting bodies on people because that is what Fred Hoiberg wanted to do. I can tell you from all positions, even though one, one possession, Tamanaga got, you know, out-rebounded, the guy went over it, but at least he was in there, you know, mm-hmm. put his butt on somebody and, and, and everybody in some form or fashion had their, their bodies in the paint. They were digging. They were recovering. They were challenging. But then you also saw one instance where Tamanaga challenges a three, falls out of bounds, comes back, gets in front to get a rebound that came back to him. 
that type of effort is going to be something that's needed going forward. And this is the thing we talked about, that four-game stretch. If they can go two for two in that four-game stretch, it'll put them in a good position to be able to uh, move forward as they, they take these next two games against North Dakota and North Dakota State and, and, uh, and South, South, Carolina uh, South Carolina State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That play you mentioned with Casey, I think, is emblematic of what we talked about a lot during all the block, where Casey wasn't, you know, the biggest, most important player for Nebraska tonight. But if he's not going to be, you know, the guy scoring 20, he's got to, you know, make double sure that he's involved in rebounding. Even if he's not getting him, put a body on a guy. But if he is involved in rebounding, that only ups his value. So for Nebraska to to get that, they just mauled Kansas State on the offensive glass, but they didn't always convert, right? But they kind of bled clock. They, they really broke Kansas State's spirit. I didn't think Nebraska was playing with the most effort or energy it had all year in that middle stretch of the first half. But again, I credit veteran leadership. I credit that stylistic adjustment for them to go in halftime and just say, enough of this. We're even on the boards. We're going to own this. If we're not going to shoot well, that's okay. It, it took everyone. I know Juwan Gary's, what, 11 or 12 offensive rebounds, are going to be the story. Um, Rink Mass with a double-double. He was electric early on. Nebraska didn't really look for him in their little scoring lull. Uh, Bryce Williams just a rebound away from joining them with a double-double. But you saw Sam Hoiberg get involved down low. You saw Casey get bodies. Eli Rice had a, a good stretch of minutes there where he was contributing positively. So rebounding is one of those things, Trick, unless you're, you know, Andre Drummond or Dennis Rodman, guys like that, you can't own the boards as one person. Nebraska came together as a team. And I think that was a fantastic response to Minnesota, right? I know that was a couple games ago, but again, that's a game that Nebraska let get out of hands on the glass. Everyone chipped in. They learned their lesson on the road in a game. They weren't necessarily playing their best. They needed something to go right. Nebraska had that team wide commitment to putting bodies on people, pursuing harder and faster, one step longer than Kansas State did, and it covered up for a lot of offensive struggles. Well, Austin, you didn't get a chance to see it, man, because you were definitely busy right there in the in the heat of the moment that was going on right there in the arena for the uh, K-State game. But you didn't get a chance to watch the women's volleyball game. I happen to have dual TVs rolling. Uh, tough, tough outing for the Lady Huskers as they uh, go down to the Texas Longhorns, 25 to 22 in the first set, 25 to 14 in the second set. And just the domination continued in the third set with a 25 to 11. And and it looked, it looked very reminiscent in two ways, Austin, of, of the, the uh, Texas Wisconsin game. It looked Mm. very much like that in where, they got on rolls and they got on runs and their service kept Nebraska just totally out of system. And then the second part is where Nebraska succeeded against Pitt when they were out of system, the activity, the digging, the putting the ball and placing the ball, the passing was so crisp and putting balls in a place where they can get good, good swings on it. It didn't happen. Whereas on the other hand, Texas was getting a lot of that, those opportunities where they were literally, I mean, even their liberos and they're setting and they're bumping and they're getting great swings on it, but God darn it. Madison Skinner was absolutely dominating. Once again, I know how it is. This team loses four seniors. Um, uh, 
where Nebraska is going to return pretty much everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be a, a real salty wound that they're going to want to uh, bounce back from coming on next year. You're right. I didn't get a chance to watch, but obviously being on Twitter and live tweeting the, the basketball game, I saw, you know, a few updates. And to me, Strick, it really boils down to, again, from what I heard, two words, serve, receive, which are maybe John Cook's two favorite words in the entire dictionary. And he's got a young team. That's something John Cook will love to coach his team on because that's what he stresses, right? That's the basis of, of defense, right? Basis of offense, really, because if you, you get that good first touch, get it to your setter, you have options. But if you're going to struggle to even get the ball off the floor from a serve, that's, you know, that's a tough way to make a living. Nebraska got away with it at times throughout the year. They didn't really get stressed out by Pitt in that area, but that's exactly what Texas did to Wisconsin. So I think that's an area Nebraska can learn and grow um, because that's a big John Cook specialty. That's one of his favorite things to do. It boils their blood to see him lose to Texas. I'm sorry. You have to take that phone call from Jermaine O'Neal here at some point soon. I, uh, Hope he doesn't doesn't give it to you too hard. But, you know, it's still an impressive run. It it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. It's unfortunate that Nebraska played probably its worst match of the year, you know, last of all. But I think, Strike, when you end the year on such a sour note and have so many people coming back, if you don't have 25-14 and 25-11 plastered all over the Devaney Center, you're doing something wrong. What better motivation is there? than to be so close yet so far, you know, for Rodriguez and Beeson still with a year left for, you know, the core freshman in your first go around in college volleyball. Yeah, it sucks. It's wildly unfortunate. But if I'm the rest of the volleyball world, I think Nebraska still put me on notice and I'm watching out for these Lady Huskers next year as well. Absolutely. Austin, we're going to take one more break and we're going to come back and finish up and just get an idea of what's next, what to expect out of the Huskers, where can they go? How can they build off of what they were able to accomplish on the road? That is a huge test and a huge uh, a road win because I think it could end up being a pretty good tier win for them mm-hmm. to be able to go on the road because I don't think that team will play that bad or they're not that bad. But here's what's awesome about it. That team uh, had only lost one game at home in the tenure of, of, of Coach um, – Coach oh, Tang. Tang. Coach Tang. There's only one game that they've lost there at home, and the Huskers were able to go in there and get it done. We'll take a quick break right here on the Husker Post Game Show. Right after this, we'll come back and finish it up. 937 the ticket at ticketfm.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Husker Post Game Show. Eastrick and Austin Orman joining us on the road there in Manhattan before he makes his way back to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Austin, the um, the Nebraska Cornhuskers once again come up with a big, big road win, taking on the uh, the Kansas State Wildcats, coming up with a uh, double digit victory, sixty two to forty six. Uh, shedding down the uh, Kansas State Wildcats, giving them everything that they can handle on the road, not shooting the ball extremely well themselves, but they did something on the defensive end and they were able to get a road victory. That's one of the things you have to do, Austin. If you're not going to shoot the ball well, you're going to have to make it up at some place or somehow. And they happen to do that on the defensive side of things, making them shoot way worse than what they shot. But also... 
getting it done in the rebound sector. And now as they go into these next next games, what is something that you want to see from this Husker team? What is the expectation? Because one of the things that they can't have is a letdown. Come in and play down to competition instead of going out and just really honing in, being better in the areas that they didn't didn't do well this night, this day, and they struggled at. So let me just say this, Stricky. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Nebraska, I think, was right around 40% shooting on the day. If they were over 40, it wasn't by much. No, they were uh they were they were 35% from, from two <laughs> and 30 36% from three. So it was very ugly and only 25% from the free throw line. That 35% strike, you're not going to win many games doing that. Now, 36% yeah. from three is fine. I think Nebraska took, for the most part, good threes and capitalized on them, especially at key moments. So that's a positive. But if you told me Nebraska was going to shoot 35% from the floor and wasn't going to get to the free throw line for basically the first 30 minutes of the game, I'm thinking we're watching the same game we did last year. Or we're watching him that gets out of control. The octagon of doom is absolutely rolling but that wasn't the case, right? Nebraska had its run early. K-State scores the first five points. Nebraska answers back with the run, and it was all Rink, Mast, and Juwan Gary. That was great. That being said, what I want to see more of from Nebraska is feed the hot hand. Rink, Mast could have had 30 tonight. Juwan Gary could have as well. I also don't want to see Nebraska go nearly as long without either Bryce Williams or K-State Tomanaga on the court. When Nebraska struggled offensively in that first half, um, they weren't looking for Mast. Gary wasn't on the floor with a couple fouls. And you didn't have either Williams or Tomanaga for a stretch. Those are two guys that you've said are the ones that, you know, are the best out of the pick and roll, the ones that need the most chances in it. And Nebraska did much less with, with Mast on the elbow today, much less of that than they did against Michigan State. So if you're going to have more pick and roll game, those two guys have to be on the floor. I think that explains most of Nebraska's offensive rut in that first half. So I think if they continue to feed the hot hand, give it to rink master, Juwan Gary in the spots, they like it when they're hot. And then once the defense adjusts for that, make sure you have either Bryce Williams or Casey Tomanaga on the floor. If not both of them, I think that can prevent some of that rut that Nebraska went in at the end of the first half. I know they had a similar ish spell in the second half that they made up for with defense, but that was kind of a sloppy game. It was kind of hard to watch at points. Nebraska and Kansas State both got sped up, both tried to make maybe one pass too many or one play too many. But that Nebraska was able to overcome that, some some soft turnovers early, and still you know get up by 21 points, win this game by 16 points, speaks to that veteran maturity and poise that we thought this team had, that it didn't show against Creighton in Minnesota, that it proved it at least has in its bag these last couple of nights against Michigan State and then Kansas State. Well, there's no doubt about it. Here's here's the one thing that I, we had spoke about on the block and, and, and in multiple instances. We talked about the fact, and I, I, I know you saw it, that Kansas State was going to start jumping a lot of mm-hmm. those, those ball handling situations. Mm-hmm. And the back doors are, were not necessarily there on it because they were very uh, adept in knowing that if they didn't get it, they were going to try to shoot back door. So you weren't able to really get those opportunities a couple times. Mm-hmm. They tried it, got deflections out of it. Didn't and really Kansas, get a State, Kansas State, mm-hmm. I think, gets credit for that because they're long and they're athletic, right? They're, they're yeah. quick enough to both jump that initial pass and recover back door. Unless that pass is there right away or they're thrown yeah. open, 
that's why I think it was even more impressive that Nebraska was able to grind this game out because Kansas State took away what it was Nebraska really succeeded with in the first half against Minnesota and especially late against Michigan State. Yeah, and 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 they switch. And so you saw Nebraska take advantage of a few of those opportunities. They got a chance to uh, get the ball into Mast or they found Bryce or somebody and got mm-hmm. over the top on Alec. And then they took advantage on the rebounding side on those those men. They, they really crashed. But what I would say is when they're getting that type of pressure, they want to put bodies on people. And I think that might be something that they go and kind of put a uh, do some good film work on and try to make some adjustments because they all they were doing is switching and jumping. They weren't really getting anybody open. They were topsiding. Mm-hmm. As I told you, they were doing with Tamanaga. Mm-hmm. They weren't letting him get off. So they're going to have to figure out some adjustments because otherwise other teams are going to be able to throw that at them. Uh, what's again on, on, uh, on, on record for Nebraska, they prove to nine and two on the season, two losses. We spoke about those big losses to Creighton and just falling apart out there in Minnesota. They're bouncing back. They get two more wins against the Michigan state team. That is better than what they showed. And then just Kansas beat Baylor State. yesterday, Stricky. Dominated exactly. Baylor, exactly. 45 to 17 first half. I've been saying all year, you've agreed that Michigan State's going to get better than what they've shown. They haven't arrived, but that win over Baylor was a big statement that has me back in on the Spartans. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Now they're going to face on the 20th, which is Wednesday at 630 at Pinnacle Bank Arena. They're going to face North Dakota, and then they'll follow that up uh, with a eight-day uh, break before they play again December the 29th where they'll face South Carolina State there at Pinnacle Bank Arena as well. Both of those games will be on Big Ten Plus. Uh, then coming after the new year January 3rd, they'll face an Indiana team also at home so they'll have a three game stretch at home but here's the capper that Indiana team is going to get after them just as uh in the same mode that this Kansas state team, they're very adept on defense, faced a tough Kansas team, took them down the road, came up short, but at the end of the day, that's not going to be a a good one for it. So what do they need to do going into as they approach big 10 play with these next two games before we get out of here? Right. I think the, the quick turnaround against North Dakota into the long break is going to be nice, right? Get that, that game out of the way. I think they're done with finals because graduation was Saturday. So get that game done, but don't look over it, right? Go into this eight-day break on a positive note. Maybe they get a day or two at home, maybe a couple days before they have to turn around. But you know this is a team that needs to stay locked in because an eight-day break, that's what Kansas State was on. They went to LSU, who's you know not where they were when they were rolling under Will Wade, but that's still an athletic SEC, you know, kind of middle of the pack team. And Kansas State won that game by double digits. Eight days later, they come home, they turn around, and Nebraska bullies them. So if you're Nebraska, you can't have what happened to Kansas State happen to you. Quality of opponent, much different. I get that. But we've seen worse teams come to Lincoln and knock off Nebraska before. So keep that focus. In terms of adjustments, Strick, I still think Nebraska defensively, it's going to sound like nitpicking after they only give up 46 points. But Nebraska still gets itself in a lot of scramble drills on defense because of how they like to double the post and how they like to take away the middle. Nebraska is not necessarily the best at communicating and recovering after those. Kansas State got some open looks. Creighton took full advantage of Nebraska on those. I think Big Ten teams will typically shoot closer to Creighton than Kansas State did on those. So work on communication, work on Xing out, work on, you know, 
knowing where guys are on the court, that kind of spatial awareness, and that'll get you in better position for defensive rebounding. And then on offense, I don't know what the adjustment is. I'm sure you could speak more to it. I don't know if there needs to be a huge adjustment, but I think Nebraska needs to find ways to when, you know, that night's leading option is taken away. You need to have another guy or two step up for three, four minutes, take the pressure off instead of trying to force feed. Sometimes when Nebraska does try to feed the hot hand, they call the play and there's not a lot of read and react as, oh, they called my number. I'm going to force this up. A spot up shooter has to hit a shot to take some pressure off. Someone has to make the drive and kick extra pass to get that, that open shot, you know, draw attention and go from there because that's where I see Nebraska's offense up and down a little bit. So I think Nebraska can, can clean up on the details, but if you're, you're nine and two right now, if you can get to 11 and two by the new year, Stricky, it's going to feel like nitpicking, but 11 and two doesn't mean a whole lot. One and one means a whole lot more right now than even nine and two does. So you have this whole gauntlet ahead of you. And it's those little things that are going to get Nebraska in position to be where it wants to be at the end of the year. Again, it's, it's, it's an area that they're pressing to. They want to make sure that they continue to win games, take care of home, do your job when the, when the Big Big Ten uh, opens up, take care of home there, then you'll put yourself in a position to potentially get into the uh, NCAA tournament. But ultimately, the goal should be to improve on where you were last year to get up there. Right now, 9-2, and two, big win, domination on the rebounds, uh, and the rebounds against the uh, – Kansas State Wildcats, 57 to 40, big win on the road, 62 to 46 for the Huskers as they come into a two-game stretch starting Wednesday where they play North Dakota. We are the post-game show, Eastrick, Austin Orman. Safe travels as you make your way back home. We'll see you on the block tomorrow. Sorry, sorry for the ladies. But that's okay. More in store for the Lady Husker volleyball team. We'll see you tomorrow. 93.7. We are on the block. But post game, thank you, action for your support. We'll see you tomorrow.